It's another Saturday morning when we invite Jack Farrell from Haskell's on the airwaves here at WCCO for another wine chat. Good morning, Jack. I hope you're nice and cozy. This Hello, Denny. Yes, I am. Uh, but it is darn cold out there. When I went out and got the paper this morning, <laughs> it, it, frost is on the pumpkin. That's you, for sure. I imagine you moved rather swiftly this morning. In and too. out. <laughs> Well, what can we talk about today? Well, today I thought, in as much as probably a lot of people will be watching uh, the Super Bowl on Sunday, an overlooked wine that would be absolutely a nice match while you're watching that game. And what was that wine? It's white Bordeaux. You know, everybody talks about Chardonnay or Sauvignon Blanc, etc. And not a lot of people talk about white Bordeaux. Bordeaux, and that's there's good reason for it. Well, Bordeaux is one of the largest wine growing areas in the entire world. Uh, it's a big port city, the city of Bordeaux, and I think it's the third largest city in France. And in that area, they produce annually about 800 million bottles of wine. And only about area they produce annually about. 800 million bottles of wine, and only about 8% of that is white. And a good percentage of that 8% are sweet whites, like Sauterne and uh, Cadillac, uh, are, but it, uh, just St. Croix de Mont. Those are Appalachians that are very, very sweet. And Sauterne is made, uh, the grapes actually kind of get botrytis, that's the noble mold on the grape, and they shrivel up, and they're like raisins. In fact, the Yakem, which is the most uh, sought-after sweet wine in the world, and without a question in my mind, it's the most complex wine I have ever drunk in my life. It's a wonderful bottle of wine. But most vineyards, you get a bottle out of a vineyard stock. Uh, that's about the average. In Yakem, in that sauterne, you get one in glass. So it's very, very low production, and so it's good reason it's expensive. But for today's purpose, let's just talk about the dry wines of Bordeaux. There aren't a lot of them, but they're very good, and, and not only are they good, they're very, very good values. You know, they've had a lot of experience in Bordeaux. Uh, the Romans are the ones that brought viticulture to that region in France, you know, 2,000 years ago. And the poet Ozonius had a vineyard there, which today has morphed into Chateau Ozone. So the Romans were very, very influential in wine growing in the area. And then the popularity of Bordeaux went off the charts in the 12th century when Henry Plagenet of England married Eleanor of Aquitaine. Aquitaine became a province of England. So Bordeaux actually was a province of England. And so no tariffs, nothing, uh, trade back and forth all the time. And so it became the most popular wine to drink in England. As a matter of fact, uh, then the English, that's about the time they started to drink wine. Prior to that, they primarily drank beer, and the only ones that drank wine were the uh, royal family and uh, nobility and people that could afford it. But anyway, the so wine became... Uh, popular with the everyday drinkers. And then after it went back to France, the Dutch traders got an exclusive to bring Bordeaux 
into the rest of Europe, and they were very good at that. So they helped popularize uh, Bordeaux all over Europe at any rate. And, of course, our founding fathers, uh, Jefferson and Washington, Franklin, all were big fans of Bordeaux. But I'm digressing. This is the, what we want to talk about here today are the white wines of this wonderful region. The area is, of course, dominated by two huge rivers, the Garonne and the Dordogne, and they both flow into the Garonne estuary. And, you know, so they've been shipping for a long time. It's in their blood, etc. And that land between the two rivers is called Entre du Mer, between the two seas. And Entre du Mer in the white form is a delicious, inexpensive white wine that would be perfect with any kind of shellfish at all. It really is good uh, to have, say, with shrimp or something like that. And, you know, when we're talking about white Bordeaux, we're talking about very, very inexpensive wine. Even the best ones, in fact, one of the best ones, favorite old story of mine, is something called Chateau Carboneau. And Carboneau is a white grave. This is a, Grave is an area that's very close to the city of Bordeaux and is named uh, for the gravelly soil and the well-drained soil and the vineyards there. Anyhow, the Chateau uh, Carboneau at one time was owned by the ambassador to the Ottoman Republic in, uh, from France. So the French ambassador used to, uh, when they ever had a party or something, he would serve his Chateau Carboneau and, and of course, carafes. Uh, you know, nothing was labeled in those days. It came in a barrel. And the Muslim caliph, who was in charge, used to say to the ambassador, you know, I just don't understand you, French, why you drink so much wine when you have water like this. And he was holding up a glass of Carboneau, and the caliph would come over and drink quite a bit of Chateau Carboneau under the guise he thought he was drinking mineral water from the... Uh, the ambassador's estate, and it's, he sort of was. <laughs> he was drinking uh, delicious white wine, and Carboneau is kind of expensive. Probably costs you about forty, fifty dollars a bottle. But there's Carboneau has a second label that's about eighteen dollars a bottle. Uh, you know, these white Bordeaux are really remarkable. They're blends heavy to Semillon, and then Sauvignon Blanc, and then they use a little Muscadel. Now Muscadel isn't to be confused with muscat or muscadet or any of that. It's another grape type entirely. And the blends, you know, the Bordelais are just natural blenders. They've been blending this white wine for hundreds of years, so they kind of know what they're doing. And if you like Sauvignon Blanc, you have a leg up already uh, on white Bordeaux because it has Sauvignon Blanc in it. And as a matter of fact, Sauvignon Blanc grape type is the most rapid-growing grape type that's being planted in this whole region. There are other grapes, Ugly Blanc and Columbard, etc. But uh, the two to think about mainly are Semillon and Sauvignon Blanc. And uh, they really blend together to produce a very, very interesting white wine that is uh, kind of uh, an enjoyable wine. Like I say, uh, where your average Sauvignon Blanc is crisp and acidic, uh, the citrus flavor, Bordeaux, white Bordeaux doesn't have that at all. It's just a nice blended wine that would be very, very good, for example, with 
crab or shrimp or anything like that. As a matter of fact, a young man who worked for me for many years, many years ago, had a property called Chateau Gravi Lacoste, and it was in Barsac. That's another sweet wine area. But he also produced a white grave. Uh, his Barsac was called Chateau Romy Lacoste, and the dry white wine was called Gravi Lacoste. And that was a wonderful wine. And I never forget being at a party once and telling somebody, uh, this wine just cries for lobster. And ever since that, whenever I saw some of those people at the party, they'd ask me, is that white wine you have crying for lobster? Well, it was a perfect marriage meant, uh, made in heaven. They really were wonderful wines. Uh, these dry white wines really I, can be sold under the Appalachian, that's the name, uh, we're talking here, Barsac is an Appalachian, uh, Entre du Mer is an Appalachian, etc. But just Bordeaux White or Bordeaux Blanc is really good. It's usually a blend of Sauvignon Blanc and Semillon, and they really are delicious wines that shouldn't be overlooked. And, and uh, generally, a Bordeaux Blanc, you can buy loads of them for under $12, $14, under 12 and $14. Um, these dry wines are really, in my opinion, just remarkable. Uh, Grave is, of course, I think the pedigree uh, spot for dry white wine, and it's often called Pessac today. Uh, it, it's got that well-drained soil, as I mentioned before, that's the name Grave. It's very gravelly. They usually, on some of the bigger ones like Carboneau, temper that with wood. In other words, put them in oak barrels for a little while. But it, it's really not to be overlooked. These wonderful wines of Bordeaux can make you just uh, smile on the inside. Uh, number one, as I said, they're very inexpensive. Number two, uh, they, they go so well with food. Uh, and, you know, it, if you're thinking, well, why did I ever know about it? Don't feel so bad. When you go to a party in Bordeaux up until maybe 10 years ago, your first wine would be either champagne or white burgundy, and then they'd serve you a, a claret or a, a red Bordeaux. Uh, and this is at an estate. Uh, today they're making their own white wines, and they're making a little rosé as well due to the popularity. And uh, it's kind of interesting that they never promoted the white wines, and now they're beginning to realize what a treasure they have. And uh, let's take advantage of it while the prices are still very low, because like I say, they rival a good white burgundy that can be anywhere from 30 to hundreds of dollars a bottle, and uh, you're, you'd be very hard-pressed to pay $100 for a dry white Bordeaux. I, I just don't think there are any that are quite that expensive. But uh, and like I said, there's so many foods that go wonderfully with white Bordeaux. I, I we make at our house an arugula, parmesan, and lemon salad. We take arugula, put parmesan cheese on the top, and then a lemon vinaigrette. And boy, I'll tell you, with white Bordeaux, is that ever good? Asparagus is notoriously difficult to pair wine with, but white Bordeaux goes pretty well. I make a pretty mean crab risotto. And when I do that, I usually serve a white Bordeaux. Bordeaux whites, dry ones, have an affinity for pesto. Or pesto. 
And uh, the reason, they have an affinity for basil, which pesto is primarily made of all basil. And white Bordeaux go very well with basil. If you're looking for something to have with sushi, look no further. Try white Bordeaux. Avocado. So with guacamole, white Bordeaux would be pretty nice. Halibut and cod. Naturals. And another one that I just love is Finn and Hattie, which is smoked cod. And there's nothing better than a dry white Bordeaux with that. I usually have uh, that Chateau Gravi Lacoste with the Finn and Hattie. It's perfect. And good, good wine, as I said, uh, the dry, is generally sold as Grave or Pessac, and they do cry for lobster. And so there you have reason to be drinking uh, white Bordeaux. Uh, it's good. It's, it's often when the vintage is difficult, like in 2013, the red wines didn't do very well, but 2013 was just an absolute delicious white wine from Bordeaux, and of course, it was inexpensive too, which makes it very, very nice. So there's a bunch of reasons you should be really trying white Bordeaux, because it's a crowd-pleasing wine for sure, Uh, it's inexpensive, and the wines are very, very good. So there you have it. Yeah. Uh, why not try some white Bordeaux? If you're having some snacks with the watching football, why not pick a food wine like white Bordeaux? And like I can say, imagine all those things I just mentioned that it goes perfectly with, better than any other wine. And and you know, I assume a lot of people will be having lots of finger food as they watch the big game, and uh, it. As I mentioned just a minute ago, it's a crowd pleaser. And uh, so why not look at White Bordeaux? It's modestly priced. Uh, It's a delicious wine. It goes well with food and may not even go so bad with football. (laughs) (laughs) Great idea, Jack. I'm with you all the way on that one. Uh, Tell us where we can find some great Bordeaux or, or any kind of other spirit or beer for that matter. Great. Askell's does all of that. And incidentally... Uh, for your uh, football party, if if you're making ribs, try our Gary Bay Malbec. It just goes perfectly with that barbecue sauce, that sweet, hot flavor of barbecue sauce. And uh, that Malbec are, are a natural, and a Gary Bay is one of the best. It's owned, incidentally, by a family from Bordeaux, the Rothschilds. <coughs> and it's a delicious wine. The other good one would be have, uh, if you're making a crab dip, Again, a white Bordeaux would be just perfect to have with that. The Haskell's has also 11 stores in the metropolitan area where you can save big dollars on wine. We have a store in Bloomington, Excelsior, Faribault. There's one up in Maple Grove, Minneapolis, and downtown. We have free parking on Saturday and Sunday. At Ridgedale, there's a Haskell's, as there is in Plymouth, St. Paul's Highland Village, Stillwater, White Bear Lake, and Woodbury, too. And if you can't come into Haskell's, go to Haskell's.com. And don't forget, we do deliver, and we observe all the regulations regarding COVID. You can pick it up right up in front of Haskell's and save big dollars as you enjoy the football game. Fantastic. Jack, let's talk again next week. You know, Denny, I'm going to look forward to that. Me too. Thank you so much. Jack Farrell from Haskell's. Get those lawn and garden questions ready. Julie will be with us next hour here on News Talk 830 WCCO.